Create Art Podcast, Project, National Novel Writing Month, and National Podcast Post Month. Hello, friend, and welcome to Create Art Podcast, where I help you tame your inner critic and create more than you consume. I'm Timothy Kim O'Brien, your head instigator with over 20 years in arts and education. Now, how do I do this? Well, I provide you with commentary, interviews, discussions, and projects that will inspire you to create art. Now, this month, November of 2021, I will be podcasting daily and writing a novel all within that 30 days. I'm participating in Nay Pod Pomo, which is National Podcast Post Month, and Nay No Rimo. I did this last year. I want to do it again this year. And you will find all the episodes right here at createartpodcast.com. Now, you'll be able to listen and read along to what I wrote for the day. I do like to practice what I preach when it comes to art. So I'm challenging myself again this year to write and have you come along for the ride. It's my hope that this inspires you to accomplish your goals with your art. And if you'd like to share what you're doing, feel free to email me timothy at createartpodcast.com. So let's get this show on the road. Okay, everyone. Thanks for coming back. Today is the 23rd of November. Our daily word count is 1,713. Yay, I beat the mark today. Cumulative total puts us at 33,507. And here we go. Carl gave Carmine a hug. I will, and I'm sorry. I'm going right now to check on the kids, okay? Do you want me to come back here? No, because you need to check in with Cheryl. Just check on the kids and then get yourself home. I'll message you in case we need anything here and we find anything out, said Carmine. Carl headed to his car. He was thankful that Carmine had led him out out to the entrance as he would have never found his way out of that maze. Before he left the parking lot, he messaged Cheryl. He wrote to her that he was going back to Nate's kids. And if she was up, he would let her know what's going on with Nate. He looked okay, and they were keeping him uh, for observation. It felt weird checking in with someone, but not in a bad way. He hadn't checked in with anyone since the divorce, so this was not a new feeling, just one that had been forgotten. Starting the car, he turned on one of his favorite podcasts that he usually that usually got his spirits up. It was a podcast that interviewed inanimate objects and was usually uh, and usually was hilarious. He needed to laugh badly after seeing his older brother in the hospital. It reminded him of the last time he saw his mother in the hospital and how helpless she was. After he left her uh, from the hospital, his mother passed away a few days later, and subconsciously that fear hit him that the same fate would happen to his brother. He also remembered the fallout from his mother's death, which was uh, his father remarried only eight months after to a woman who was a widow and had a great deal of money since Carl's father had lost a lot of his savings due to medical bills and funeral costs. When his father died, Carl and Nate only found out after they read about it in an obituary in which they were not named as surviving family. Carl was in auto-drive mode in his head as he thought of all all of this, and drove to Nate's house. The traffic was almost non-existent, and luckily the gas station near the house was open. He pulled in the parking lot and parked the car, but left it running. 
He needed a moment to clear his head as the podcast played. He noticed only the evening clerk in the brightly lit store. He knew that if he knew that it would be about two hours before he got home and he had work in the morning, so he turned off his car and headed inside. There was a door chime that welcomed Carl, and the clerk from behind the counter raised his eyes from his phone. How's it going, friend? asked the clerk. Another day, another dollar. Is the coffee fresh? asked Carl. The pots on the left are the freshest. Do you need any sandwiches? asked the clerk. Nope, just need uh, coffee. How about the donuts? asked Carl. They just came in about an hour ago. We have a bunch of day-old donuts that I can sell you for half off if you don't mind day-old donuts, replied the clerk. Carl went over where the pots, where the coffee pots were and grabbed the largest cup and poured the coffee. He then looked at the day-old donuts and picked out two of, uh, two of them and four fresh donuts. And he took the bag of donuts and the coffee to the counter, and the clerk uh, started ringing him up. You live around here? Nope, just getting back from the hospital. Had to take care of a family member, and the coffee at the hospital was horrible, said Carl. When he said that, he instantly regretted it. He was tired, and when he t- got tired, he talked too much. Yeah, that uh, hospital coffee will probably put you in the hospital. I guess that's why they keep on getting so many patients. We had a guy come in here earlier today, and he passed out and had to call an ambulance to take him to the hospital, replied the clerk. What did the guy look like, asked Carl. Hey, he was short and bald and had an eye patch. I've seen him a few times. He came in uh, during the shift change and just fell to the floor. He couldn't talk, looked like he was in a lot of pain. My boss thought it was due to a slippery floor, but we don't do the floors until third shift or unless there's a spill, and there was no spill where he fell that we could see, replied the clerk. Was he driving a big truck, asked Carl, afraid of the answer, but somehow knowing. Yeah, he had one of those big ones. It was uh, almost funny because of how short he, he was. I hate to say it, but it reminded me of a clown car thing that you see at the circus. Do you know him, asked the clerk. Do you know which hospital they took him to, asked Carl. Probably the one you just came from, as that's the only hospital in the next 20 miles. Is he a friend of yours, asked the clerk. Could be. I've been trying to get in contact with my friend, and that would explain why I couldn't get a hold of him. How long ago uh, was it that this happened, Carl? Oh, probably about three hours ago, maybe four. I came in early to help get everything stocked for third shift, and we had a truck that uh, we needed to offload, replied the clerk. Shit. Okay, how much do I owe you, asked Carl. Hey, don't worry about it. You look like you already had a rough night. I hope your friend is okay and your family member, replied the clerk. I appreciate it. By the way, where did my friend's truck go, asked Carl. Somebody came by about 45 minutes ago and took it. We, would have, uh, we wouldn't have towed it because your friend got taken away in an ambulance. We would have just you know, had the cops find out who owns it and give them a call to get it off the lot when they could, replied the clerk. Okay, that's one less thing to worry about. I owe you, said Carl. Just be careful out there. Get home and get some sleep, replied the clerk. I may be back from work coffee, said Carl. And we'll be open. I'm here until 8.30, replied the clerk. Carl left the store and entered his car. He turned on the podcast again and texted Carmine about what happened with Vince. He knew Nate would want to know immediately. Carl pulled out of the lot and headed to Nate's house at about 1.30 in the morning. When he got there, he entered the code that Carmine gave him and the gates opened to the long driveway. Lights popped up to help him guide, uh, guide him to the house as it, as it was pitch black. He pulled up the, to the front of the house 
and turned off the car and headed towards the front door. Seth and Rachel opened the front door before he could reach it. How's Papa doing? asked Rachel. The kids were in long pajamas and looked nervous and tired. He's resting. They're going to keep him overnight, and I think he'll be fine. He's getting an MRI so they can look inside and see what's going on. I'm here to uh, make sure you two are okay and put you both to bed, replied Carl. He loved his nephews, but he had never been able to be fatherly to them. They all walked into the house, and Carl brought in the donuts and his coffee. And they all took a seat at the kitchen uh, at the island, and the kid grabbed plates and glasses of milk for themselves. Now, I know you two aren't supposed to have treats or sugar, but I got some donuts for you as a midnight snack from your favorite uncle. We will keep this between us, right, Carl? We won't tell Mom or Dad, replied Seth. I know this is kind of scary for you two, but your dad is okay. I talked to him at the hospital, and your mom will be staying with him until the hospital releases him tomorrow. I need you two to help out when he gets home, Carl. We will. Do you know what happened? asked Rachel. The doctors think it's just exhaustion. I know your dad works very hard so you all can have this wonderful house and so he can take care of all your needs. Sometimes us adults don't know our limits, or we ignore them, and this stuff happens. Our bodies wear out and turn off to remind us to relax and take it easy, said Carl. They ate their donuts silently as they sipped their drink. When they finished, the kids took the plates and glasses to the sink, and then then they headed to the bedrooms, and Carl followed them up the stairs. Seth's bedroom was the first, and Carl made sure Seth was in his bed and kissed his forehead, and then walked over to Rachel's bedroom where she was sitting at her, de- uh, at her desk near her bed. Hey, sweetheart, you need to get to bed. Your dad is going to be fine, said Carl softly. Should we get ready for school in the morning, asked Rachel. I wouldn't plan on it. You have my number in case anything happens. I'm supposed to go to work, but I think I'm going to call off until I know what's going on with your dad, said Carl. This has something to do with Myra, doesn't it, asked Rachel. Why do you say that, asked Carl. There's just something not right about her. She's not like the other girls her age or... Like me when I was her age, replied Rachel. She's had a rough time in the past few days. Her father abandoned her and she could use a good friend. Be that friend for her? asked Carl. Okay, so thank you so much for listening to today's installment of Shared Diary. If you like what you heard, you can go to the website, createartpodcast.com. You can go to this post and leave me some comments and let me know what you liked and what you didn't like. I would suggest reading through last year's work first to know who Carl is and who Myra is and who Cheryl is and who all these people are. Uh, That would probably help. So again, we'll see you tomorrow. And I just wanted to let you all know, too, that sometimes I might miss a day or two in this month. Sundays are the days that I usually catch up if I miss any days during the week. So make sure that you're subscribed and following whatever podcast app you're using. And I want to thank you for listening in and reading uh, the story that I'm writing eventually will be for you. Have a great day. And this is a Gagopod East Studios production. Gagopod, where we've been helping creatives 
tell their story with podcasting since 2017. Take a look at gagglepod.com and you'll see all of our network shows. All of them are designed to help you podcast. See you next time.